Welcome once more to CMDA's Dental Soundbites. Today's episode originally appeared as a CMDA Matters podcast a few weeks ago. Even if you heard it then, you may enjoy a second opportunity to hear our guest, Dr. Katie Musser, who is working with CMDA to create Christian dental residency programs in various locations, both domestically and internationally. CMDA's CEO, Dr. Mike Chupp, and I had a great time hearing from Katie, and we hope you will also. Hi, this is Dr. Mike Chupp, and you are listening to CMDA Matters, the weekly podcast of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. Well, in this week's episode, we're going to do something a little bit different. We don't often do. We're focusing on the D of CMDA. I'm joined by two leaders of CMDA's dental ministry to share about how they are utilizing their skills in dentistry to bring the hope and healing of Christ to the world, especially to the least of these in urban America today. A few years ago, the board of CMDA began to intentionally pray for the dental outreach and ministry impact of this 92-year-old organization. In what was a clear answer to prayer, God provided an unexpected and unsolicited gift with the establishment of a large multi-million dollar trust nearly 10 years ago called the Vance Trust. And through this incredible blessing, CMDA has been able to hire a full-time vice president of dental ministry over the last decade. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Bill Griffin, our vice president of dental ministry, as we have invited to CMDA Matters a most gifted and passionate dental faculty member from our very own CMDA Dental Plus residency, Dr. Katie Musser. I encourage you to keep on listening and you will get to know one highly committed and called professional who's helping to advance dental ministry in the name and for the glory of Jesus Christ. Today on CMDA Matters, I'm joined by our Vice President of Dental Ministry, uh, Dr. Bill, or Griff Griffin. Uh, welcome today, Griff. Glad to be here. Always enjoy having a co-host here in the studio. And we are delighted to welcome with us today on CMDA Matters, Dr. Katie Musser, who's trained as a general dentist, and she lives in Memphis, Tennessee. In 2019, she graduated from our CMDA Dental Residency Plus program, and you're going to know a whole lot more about that program by the time we're done today. She's continued serving as a faculty member for this program. She and her family live an intentionally missional lifestyle, along with many of the other faculty and residents there in Memphis. In 2011, she graduated from Asbury University. She got a degree in biology, and in 2016, got her doctorate in dental medicine, a DMD, at the University of Kentucky's College of Dentistry. So sorry about your basketball team there, Katie. She's blessed <laughs> with three daughters, ages one, four, and five, and a loving husband, David. I don't know whether he's king in this house and she's queen, but we've got David, who's been a faithful flosser since the seventh grade. That's important for a dentist husband uh, to be able to do. So welcome to the program, Katie. 
Thank you. Such a privilege to be with you guys today. Well, I want to thank you for taking some time out today to join Griff and myself. And uh, speaking of King David, your soulmate, the Lord has blessed the two of you with three beautiful children. And uh, we've been walking a journey with you and David over the past maybe year and a half or so, because you had your third born came into the world with some incredible challenges, and a couple was ready to receive. Her name is Izzy. Tell us about your family, and especially tell us about your story with Izzy. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, so Izzy, my third daughter, was born about 16 months ago now, and uh, we knew she was growing small in utero, um, but we're soon to find out couple of weeks after delivery that um, she actually has full trisomy 18 or also known as Edwards syndrome. So our lives uh, were flipped upside down at that moment in time. And we've continued to walk out this journey of caregiving and having a child with very significant special needs, developmental delays, medically complex and and medically fragile. And so if you were to Google trisomy 18, uh, you would quickly see that the common definition would have phrases such as life-limiting diagnosis or, quote, incompatible with life. And so we are blessed and grateful that Izzy is with us today and is stable and healthy and doing really, really well. Um, And I cannot thank my husband and even my five and three-year-old daughters who all have walked faithfully in this journey in such an amazing and brave and supportive way um, as we, yeah, we spend our lives at the Children's Hospital here in Memphis, it feels like, and uh, lots of conversations about Izzy, but um, I could not have done this journey without all the rest of the members of the family. You've had a cloud of witnesses that have been praying for you here at CMDA, and I was actually teaching our CMDA Bridging the Gap course at my home church uh, when the word came through about Izzy and your pregnancy and our module on talking about beginning of life issues. And so our whole class was praying for you and for uh, David and your family as Izzy was brought into the world. And it just continues to be a marvelous testimony, doesn't it, Griff? That's the truth. It was such a privilege just a few weeks ago to see Katie and her whole crew in Cincinnati for a conference. Yeah, in a community of CMDA medical providers, you know, our cardiologist for Izzy just said the paradigm is shifting for trisomy 18. Beautiful. So I just want to say, be aware there, you know, give them a chance. They're yes. amazing children. Now, Katie, you have a, a thorough knowledge of CMDA's Dental Residency Plus program in Memphis. You've, you've graduated from the program. You spent several years there as a part of the program's faculty. And, and now you serve as CMDA's Residency Plus Liaison. And in that position, you're seeking to develop additional programs across the country. Take us back to the Memphis program's beginning, when Dr. Jeff Amstutz was first working to get things started. What are your memories from those early years? Yes, I did have the privilege of meeting Jeff for the first time in 2014. And I remember him just being very honest. This is very preliminary program. We're looking for dental students that would like to, you know, take initiative and be flexible and be servant leaders. 
um, but are, are having a heart and a calling for using dentistry as a ministry. And that's our goal is to equip dental disciples for service. And so he was inviting us into that if we would like. So I stepped in a few years into the program, having started already, and it was small and it was really Jeff Amstutz family and one other family, the Luttrells here in Memphis that had co-founded the program and were investing in the discipleship and missions aspect of the program. And it's amazing to see how it's going. You, you were in Memphis's third residency plus program. You finished up in 2019 and, and, and over the last nine years or so, this program has yielded tremendous results. Dentists have been trained to meet their patients' dental and spiritual needs, and patients have greatly benefited from the treatment that they have received through that program. What do you consider to be the, the highlights of the program? What have been the greatest accomplishments from your perspective? When people come visit, the number one thing we hear and that we feel as well is getting to enter into a community of like-minded people. So as we work and live in these neighborhoods and among these wonderful people in the city of Memphis, we also get to share in the burden of brokenness and joys. We have amazing stories of God's grace and peace and reconciliation as a result of us choosing to be proximate to those in need. And so these highlights come in ways of really stories of relationships that are being built, whether in the operatory of the dental clinic or on the streets of our neighborhoods. Some of the greatest accomplishments have not only just been the inner working of the Holy Spirit in our each of our personal lives as we've walked among um, this population, but specific stories that come out like friends of ours that used to be homeless, and then we get to provide them with complete dentures. It's this enmeshment of dentistry and friendship and relationship and getting to see a life that was broken and now God's redemptive grace or imprisoned neighbors who are dental uh, residents have been able to actually regularly go to the prison and visit and talk through scripture with people just because they were neighbors with them and they got to know them. So it's more than just dentistry. It's so much about uh, that relationship piece and getting to, to learn from others that may not look the way we do. So Katie, I just wanted to ask you, I've, I've been to Memphis and we visited with Griff a couple of years ago um, after Jeff uh, moved on and Griff began to help you in the Memphis program. And clearly this incarnational ministry, it just approximates in such a marvelous way what Jesus did when he came for three years and did ministry. And yet you're, you're living in, in a place that maybe some people would look at as maybe a risky environment. And so as you're recruiting residents to come, does that get in the way sometimes with people deciding to come and, and do residency and life together with you incarnationally? Absolutely. Uh, it's one of the biggest uh, challenges that probably all of us have had to some degree when making the decision to relocate our lives and plop ourselves in a culture that is often different than what we were brought up in. And it's been such a privilege to get to be proximate and to learn from those around us in a way that is um, unlike any opportunity. It's so unique. And so we do get to walk alongside families 
as their maybe daughters or sons are making a decision to live a quote unquote risky life as they decide to live in a lower socioeconomic neighborhood and and serve in a federally qualified health center that reaches the underserved and marginalized of this city. And I can certainly speak to the results of that situation because I've met several of the dentists who've graduated from this program, either with you or after you, and there is clearly a a powerful bond that has developed through the shared experiences that you've had in Memphis. What do you think contributes to that sweet fellowship that you and other graduates enjoy? Yeah, think of it like soldiers who are training to accomplish a mission together. Band of brothers and sisters, right? (laughs) Amen, exactly. There's something so special about getting to really live a sacrificial life, um, but doing that together where we understand the burdens and the joys that we experience every day. And then to have obviously the foundation and anchor of God and and the gospel of Christ knitting us together as a community and then knitting our surrounding population together as we see and believe that the kingdom of God is growing in this city of Memphis. Well, Katie, back in 2021, Griff and I, we were up in Detroit, actually, and uh, visited Covenant Community Care, uh, a program up there with a set of clinics across the city. And we met with their CEO and their dental director and uh, CMDA's uh, actually Detroit area director, John Bayon, who has a close relationship with them. And uh, a lot of enthusiasm. Um, Dr. Amstutz, uh, uh, Griff's colleague in the past, uh, was up there living in, incarnationally, uh, developing a team. And so it, it appears that it may be on a verge of starting th- their own Dental Plus program there. But you're also thinking about Detroit and other places. Tell us about uh, replication, putting, getting this program that's been in Memphis now all these years. How's it going in replicating that experience elsewhere? Yes, it's been really exciting, quite a privilege to get to rub shoulders with lots of people around really the globe, um, especially in the U.S., other faith-based federally qualified health centers that um, are excited about dental training, but adding this missional component to it where it's not just about hand skills, but it's also about mission and ministry and advancing the kingdom of God. And so one of those that we've been in contact with for years now, Covenant Community Care in Detroit, we are continuing to take very big and action steps forward to start another sister site and another CMDA Dent Residency Plus program in their location. And as with Memphis, these starts it's a few that start and then we let God flourish and grow the program into what he so desires. And so we're in the beginning stages of, of Detroit and other potentials, uh, even globally in Uganda, a Christian dental school there that would love um, the support of CMDA and dental training and ministry as well. And I'm continuing to, to reach out to those around the nation and see if others would like to join in this work we're doing. Well, Katie, one of the big reasons I'm so excited to work with you on this project is that 
if we're able to create additional residency plus programs, that will obviously enable more dental graduates to tap into the, the excellent clinical and also the spiritual development they can have early in their practice careers. For any students or dentists who might be listening and interested in this program, describe for us the characteristics that would make a recent graduate a good fit for one of CMDA's current or future Residency Plus programs. It's simple. <laughs> a desire to humbly serve the Lord, to grow in their capacity for mercy, and a calling and willingness to join in an opportunity for justice. We're looking for applicants who have the willingness and capacity to learn, lead, that is what we're hoping for. And notice I say a willingness. Uh, we're here to equip. And so we don't have to have it all put together to join in the ministry of God. We just want people to have humble hearts and an openness to hear his voice and act in obedience. You know, Katie, I know a number of our listeners are not dental. And even though they may be highly educated uh, healthcare professionals, may not understand, as I didn't just five or six years ago, how dental training works. And so these days, when dental students finish and get their degree as you did, how many of those are actually considering a residency right now versus will just jump right into a practice? And how does that then impact your ability to recruit for the residency? Yes, it has ebbed and flowed, especially with the pandemic playing a role in all of this, as you can imagine. Surprisingly, this specific year, less dental students are applying for residency. So different than medical school, you do not have to do a residency program. Most dental schools do not require a residency after dental school. So you could just go into private practice or get a job somewhere. Um, but if you would like further training, then there are a number of options for typically one, maybe two-year general dental residency programs. Um, but this specific year across the board in the, the nation, we have had a lot of uh, issues with residency applications. They're very few and far between. And we would think it would be more because students are getting less clinical experience due to COVID. But for whatever reason, this year, we're needing more, needing more applicants. So we'll see how next year plays out. Well, Katie, for those dental students or dentists who are interested in perhaps being a part of a Residency Plus program with you, how can they best get information on that program? Yes, there are a number of different levels of engagement to be part of this PLUS program. And so I would excitedly welcome any dental students or dentists that would be curious about getting involved with the ministry that we're doing. So two ways. One is feel free to visit our website, dentalresidency.org. There is a page there for inquiries. If you send an inquiry, that goes directly to me and I will respond to that. You also can email me directly, which is just katie, K-A-T-I-E dot musser, M-U-S-S-E-R at cmda.org. In our exploration of various possible sites for residency programs, I think great progress was made through the development of a, a diagnostic tool, a way to enable us to identify the readiness of a location to know where to move forward with a new residency program. Tell our audience about this diagnostic tool. Yes, so 
simply titled a readiness assessment tool. Thank you to Lance Fletcherell and David, my husband at ZP3 Solutions, who helped develop this tool. We've basically broken down the CMDA Plus program into 12 main topics. And those are the areas in which we need to be ready for a program to actually flourish and, and be sustainable. And so I score each site, each potential host site on these 12 different topics. It's a one to five scale. If a clinic is on a one, that just means that they have uh, a need for significant development in that exact area. But if a clinic has scores a three, four or five, that means we are moving towards readiness or completely ready for a program. And that just helps us know kind of where we need to, to go in these different areas, where our weaknesses, where our strengths, and how can CMDA come along and support the growth and progression of a program such as this. You know, I, I, the first resident from this program from Memphis that I ever met, I believe, was Jennifer Wade. Um, she came to Tenmark Hospital while I was still there as the medical director, and we had some really good discussions. And clearly, one of the visions of the program, and eventually uh, the first grad to take over, was a missionary kid, uh, Elise Rich, I believe. Uh, now, that's her maiden name, and so she mm-hmm. may, may very well have changed that, Katie. But in any case, a view toward missions. And Dr. Amstutz explained to me when we were in Greece together that uh, the desire was to raise up some of the grads to be involved in international cross-cultural long-term missions. How's that vision working out? Yes. Yeah, it is definitely a vision for the program. It's not a requirement that a resident has to have a calling towards international missions work. But it is an option, and we do study cross-cultural missions in our three-year curriculum while they're here in Memphis. And then one big piece of the program is our second year plus participants actually get four weeks of an international rotation. And so all of us have traveled to various sites uh, around the globe to actually experience specifically dental missions and what that looks like. Katie, can you, as you think back to your time as a resident and now as faculty grad, you know, it's about relationships, whether it's cross-cultural, international, or whether it's domestic across the street, it is about relationships and you've alluded to those, but can you think of one story for our listeners in which you've longitudinally developed a relationship that just not only impacted patients and their families, but impacted you? So many Hard to pinpoint, oh man, the impact that patients have made in my life is amazing. There are some amazing people in this world who have nothing and who have come from nothing and yet exude the love and power of Christ. And I have seen that in in this work that we're doing. One specific woman, mid-30s, starting in her teens, was addicted to drugs, which uh, turned her mouth uh, into just a, a place of rampant decay. She was imprisoned for a number of years and somehow ended up in my operatory room one day. 
and uh, got to know her really well as we were working through full mouth extractions and then dentures. Uh, as a woman only a few years older than I was, it was heartbreaking. And it was a beautiful thing to get to pray with this woman and to have her willingness to to learn more about the grace and forgiveness of God in her own life. And she shared with me the impact of her father, who she said, read his Bible every day. And after a year of praying for this woman, that she would come to a saving knowledge of Christ and a desire to dig deep into his word, she came to me on her birthday that thankfully I had checked my chart the day before and had happened to see her date of birth was the next day. And I wrote her a birthday card to give to her on her birthday when she was coming to my to my office and handed her that card and had prayed that God would be impacting her life. And she told me that day that she was really, really interested in studying the Word of God, but she was scared because she didn't think she would be able to understand it. And so that opened an opportunity for me to still be in communication with this woman, actually, even today, as I'm not working clinically since I'm home with Izzy, but just touching base with her on how she's doing spiritually. And is she is she able to um, learn from scripture and her father passed away last year. And that's been another opportunity to walk alongside her in suffering and continue to bring the hope and love of Christ to her in that been really touched by by her fervency and, and desire to connect with the Lord, even though her life has not by any means looked uh, perfect or pure. Well, Dr. Katie Musser, as we close uh, this episode of CMDA Matters, just wanted to let you know that uh, our staff are inspired by you here in Bristol at our CMDA National Office. Mm-hmm. And we had the fun privilege. Uh, one of our staff uh, had the creative idea since Izzy had some foot surgery the other day to send you a Dr. Seuss, the foot book. And we got some of us got to sign that. And it's just a, a reminder for all of us here in Bristol to be praying for you and David and Izzy and your two girls. And so that's one, one memory that I'm going to have and cherish. But uh, the other is just thinking about you and the other past residents, current residents, and future residents, and the notion there in Scripture, a, a passage of Scripture that probably haunts some Christians. But I think... You know, for you folks uh, there in Memphis, as you serve the least of these, that idea of standing before the throne of God and having uh, well done, my good and faithful servant, because as much as you've done it unto the least of these, my brothers and sisters, you've done it unto me. So mm-hmm. thank you, uh, Katie and David, a past your, our appreciation to David for your service and uh, help working with us at CMDA and developing the dental residency in Memphis. And God willing, for our listeners, please pray with us at CMDA and pray for Katie and Lance and David as they're working to establish a residency in Detroit and other places, and even uh, consideration for a site in Uganda. Isn't that right, Dr. Griffin? Yes, correct. Okay. Any final thoughts, Katie? Yes. Aside from thank you for the foot book, everybody (laughs) at CMDA, what kind of organization is that thoughtful? Thank you all. That was so sweet. Um, I will leave us with one quote from CMDA Today's dental residency article written by David Musser. The quote says, 
The Jesus version of that famous Spider-Man quote says, everyone to whom much was given, of him much will be required. Luke 12, 48. Mm. If you're reading this article, which you should if you haven't, or if you're listening to this podcast, the fact is that to you much has been given. What is it costing you to follow Jesus? May we as a CMVA community prayerfully answer that question. Amen and amen. Thank you, Katie Musser, for joining us today on CMVA Matters. And thanks, Griff. This is great. Thank you. Thank you. So grateful. Every time I think about the Musser family there in Memphis and about their 15-month-old daughter, Izzy, I'm, I'm just reminded of the psalm that uh, the Lord put on my heart to memorize this year and to meditate on frequently. I think of Psalm 139, one of the most pro-life scriptures in all of the Bible, and I'm going to apply that to Izzy today. You made all the delicate inner parts of Izzy's body. You knit her together in her mother's womb. Thank you for making her so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched her as she was being formed in utter seclusion, as she was being knit together in the dark of the womb. You saw her before she was born. Every day of her life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. How precious are your thoughts about Izzy, O Lord. They can't be numbered. I can't even count them. They outnumber the grains of sand. And when she wakes up each day, you are still with her. And then the final two verses of that famous chapter, search us at CMDA, O God. Test us and know our anxious thoughts. Point out anything in us at CMDA that offends you and lead us on the path of everlasting life. I'm so glad that Dr. Griffin was able to join me today as co-host for this interview with Dr. Katie Musser because he's so involved with the work that's happening in Memphis as CMDA's Vice President of Dental Ministries. CMDA's Dental Ministries is committed to developing strong, Christ-like dental professionals, as well as students who consistently share the love of Jesus with their patients and integrate their Christian faith into all aspects of their lives. Through Griff's leadership, we've grown the resources and community available to dental professionals within CMDA. One of those resources is the Dental Sound Bites podcast. Plus, you can find blog posts. You can get connected with a regional dental coordinator and much more. I want to encourage you to listen to Dental Sound Bites podcast and find other details at cmda.org dentist. I hope you'll check out the recent article that Katie wrote for our quarterly CMDA Today magazine. It's online. You can go to cmda.org slash cmda today. She goes into more depth about the Dental Residency Plus program and how they utilize dentistry to help create disciples for Jesus Christ. I'm always inspired by how the residents in the program there in Memphis, Tennessee, they focus not just on closing the healthcare gap and providing excellent dental care to the poor, but they're also walking alongside the people they are serving outside of the clinic in their neighborhood every day. 
And if you want more information about the Dental Plus Residency Program, I want to encourage you to visit dentalresidency, that's one word, dot org. Do you know any dental students who might be interested in joining this residency? If so, will you share this podcast episode with them? Katie and her team are looking for new residents to join the program and commit to join their PLUS family there in Memphis and become part of what God is doing through dentistry together with discipleship. God has been moving through this program for several years now, and I just can't wait to see what he has in store next for its growth. Again, that website is dentalresidency.org, and you'll find more information there. I wanted to share a brief story from one of those dental residents in the program, and here's what he said. This is life-changing, my patient exclaimed when I showed him his two upper front teeth. The black holes, which had previously been so prominent, were now replaced with white restorations. I smiled under my mask, and I thanked God for the privilege of helping to reflect in this man's appearance what he had already done in his heart. After years of drug addiction and dental neglect, God had called my patient out of the darkness and planted him firmly into his kingdom. The old had passed away, the new had come. But there were still scars, most noticeably in his teeth. By removing those scars, I was helping this man and the rest of the world see him how God sees him, clean and whole, a new creation. Unlike God's saving work in this man's life, what I did to his teeth, well, it may fail. They may stain, they may form recurrent decay or chip away and even need replacement. Though they're far from perfect, I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to create in this man's smile a hint of what is to come when Christ makes all things new. Praise God, what a testimony. These residents truly understand how critical whole person care is and how we bring the hope and healing of Christ to the world through health care. That's one of the main reasons we developed the Faith Prescriptions curriculum to help you learn how to do just that. Those of us who serve in the healthcare professions have the best opportunities to point individuals toward Christ. One of our big priorities here at CMDA is to help train healthcare professionals to integrate their faith into their practice of healthcare. That's why we produce faith prescriptions. This on demand video series will teach you to share your faith in ethical and appropriate ways with colleagues and patients. And it would also teach you to pray with patients and much, much more. To get started with the series, which is free to CMDA members, visit the CMDA Learning Center at cmda.org learning. During our conversation with Katie today, she eloquently expressed the importance of both domestic and international missions work. And there's no question that the work that the residents are doing there in Memphis is helping to prepare them to serve cross-culturally overseas. Speaking of international missions work, have you checked out the latest 
short-term healthcare trips that are available through CMDA's Global Health Outreach. Keep listening for more details. Are you interested in short-term mission trips? Well, now is the time to start thinking about signing up for a Global Health Outreach trip. GHO sends teams around the world to El Salvador, East Africa, India, the Pacific, Central Asia, the Middle East, and many other places. Through these trips, we disciple participants, grow national churches, share the gospel, and provide care to the poor and needy. Our teams minister in outpatient primary care medicine and dentistry, and in small and large hospitals to provide surgical services. And don't forget, for dentists new to GHO, there are $1,500 scholarships available thanks to the Dale Willis GHO Memorial Scholarship Fund. If you're interested in using the skills and resources the Lord has entrusted to you, visit cmda.org GHO to learn more and find a trip that works in your schedule. If you are interested in missions, I hope that you'll take a look at the new book in the CMDA bookstore called God's Sightings. These were compiled by GHO director, Dr. Trish Burgess. It's a compilation of experiences from our past team leaders, as well as trip participants and even some of our national partners. You'll find a heartwarming collection of stories of the best God sightings from GHO trips around the world. And some of those stories are written by dentists who have served on the mission field. You can purchase your copy in the CMDA bookstore by going to cmda.org bookstore. I know that you'll be encouraged as you read it, friends. The Lord is opening huge doors of opportunity for dentists to be trained both clinically and spiritually through CMDA's Dental Residency Plus programs. For more information regarding how you might become a part of these programs, feel free to email Dr. Musser at katie.musser at cmda.org. Until we meet again, God bless. This podcast has been a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. CMDA is a nonpartisan organization that does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on this podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members and are not intended to imply endorsement of any political party or candidate. Thank you.